Hey everybody, this is Taylor and you're listening to Asking for a Friend. On this podcast, I ask pastors and other Christians God has put in my life some candid questions about how to live out our faith and engage with the world as followers of Jesus. All questions are on behalf of my friends, of course. Enjoy this week's episode. Good afternoon. Hello there. I had to look at the clock first. It is afternoon now. What's up? Oh, you know, had some lunch, hopped into the studio to... Played some ball. Played played some ball. About 10 minutes of pickleball. Pickleball, the new craze. It's very in. It is fun. Okay, my question for you. Okay. Not topic for the podcast. Okay. What are you most looking forward to about this year? Because last time we talked about 22. Yes. Most and we might have just gone on a staff vision forward. retreat. Mm. So are we talking it's about... It's fresh on the mind. In church world or like personal Nope, life? anything. Whatever you want Most to say to the people. forward to in 2023. Well, it's hard because like it was right at the beginning, but we just had my second daughter's first birthday. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a big marker already in the year. Starting off January strong. January 14th, honor turned, turned one. Um, Which honor is a pretty baller name, just to put that on the record. I do like that name. Well, we don't want other people to use it because our child is unique. So, Do not name your child honor, but it is a cool name. Or lively. You cannot use lively or honor. <laughs> Every other name is fair game. Yeah, fair game. <laughs> Uh, unless we have another kid and whatever their name ends up being. You also cannot have that one. Um, I don't know. We, I mean, uh, we, we've talked about taking a trip this summer, but we don't have like any like firm plans. So I, I don't know what I'm most looking forward to in 23. Hmm. I mean, there's lots of like kind of things and ideas and plans for the year, but I, I don't know if there's one singular, like this one outweighs the rest of the things. Hmm. Just waking up each morning and experiencing God's new mercies. That's what I'm most looking forward to. Wow. A very pastorly answer. <laughs> yeah. Is Not it, the same as my answer. What's your answer? Graduating. Graduate, yeah. <laughs> Finishing college. Yes. In less than four months, I will be a nurse. After you pass the NCLEX. Well, I'm going to. Oh, I believe in you. Hopefully. Please. Are you going to schedule that? Yes. At some point. It will be scheduled and it will be passed, but that is not our topic today. Oh, it's not. Our, <laughs> Man, our, I wish we life, could just. <laughs> our life plans for 2023? No, unfortunately, I don't think people want a 40 minute podcast on that. But yeah. if you do, let us know. <laughs> the, yeah. We're talkers, both send, of us. <laughs> uh, yeah, send in the request for just Taylor and Jared's life updates. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody wants that, we can do private show. Yeah, we'll, we'll come to your house and do a live recording. Yes, yes. We're actually doing bookings for 2023, and then that could be the thing we most look forward to this yeah. year. Our we first live show. We don't even release it. We just uh, we just give it to you personally. <laughs> so we talk to them. People pay yeah. for us to be yeah. their friend. Uh-huh. That sounds good. It's a new side side business. Yeah, we're trying it. Asking for a friend, the friend edition. <laughs> the friend, the best, best the friend, friend package. Yeah, the, the oh, the best friend package. Yeah. Uh, No, today... Today, I mean, we're talking about this new little kick that we're on. We're talking about things that are more controversial and more emotionally charged, I would say. Mm, okay. Less, um, less. what is the word? 
less uninvolved than than demon talk i'm not sure if i followed that like like it's like demon we can talk about demons and be like okay that's demon talk but this stuff is more like weighs heavy on your mind which i guess demons do too i'm just using (laughs) the demon example example. not the best example today we're not talking about demons okay you can refer back to that episode yes yes good episode not today today um we're talking about euthanasia okay like e-u-t-h-a-n-a-s-i-a just for anyone wondering okay no jokes on this episode assisted suicide yes okay that's a good way of putting it so what is it because maybe some people don't know this is a thing because i think unless you look for it maybe in america it's not something that people talk about often i don't know yeah so i mean the idea has been around for quite a while um and uh yeah uh there's actually uh 10 u.s states that have some provision usually the acronym made is used m-a-i-d for medical assistance in dying so that's like i think more of the technical term that's used when it's actually like wait 10 states allow it 10 states in the u.s have some allowances for medical assistance in dying oh i literally thought this was a not united states thing no um what are some of the states um so a lot of ones that politically speaking might be on the more progressive side of the equation um so like california new york those those types of states so 10 states and the district of columbia all has uh laws that allow in some cases for medical assistance to die seriously i really did not know that yeah so um i just knew it it was like a very european thing yeah so there's a, a decent amount of countries in in western europe that have have that as available for people um, most of the instances um, have some requirements before before you could go that route. Um, most most commonly, it's you have a terminal diagnosis. Mm-hmm. So if you have a terminal diagnosis, sometimes it's stipulated that it has to be like within six months. If you're expected to die within six months, that then you could request uh, for medical assistance to die. Hmm. So which is a, a little bit different. I know people do kind of. Um, there's uh with the term so like so they would say it's different necessarily than like euthanasia so euthanasia would be the idea that like someone causes you to die so like someone is killing you essentially even if they had your consent so i know with most of them with the medical assistance in dying um the doctors would give you medication that would end your life but you have to administer it yourself Ah, uh, like pills you take at home yeah, or something. So I know that's one of the like the the differences in terminology is like uh, for it to be considered you were euthanized, like the doctor would have to inject yes, you themselves. That makes sense. But the medical assistance is they, they will give you the medication and then you have to administer it to end your own life. So that's why it's assistance in dying. Mm. So which assisted suicide would, would be I think a correct term still. Yeah. Like both would fall under that category. Yeah, which uh, but then in in some European countries and one of the things that's kind of growing is more allowances for medically assisted suicide even outside of terminal illness. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So that's that's one of uh, the reasons this might be something you see more in the news or more people are talking about is because there is a movement to uh, allow people to end their life for more reasons than just terminally ill. Hmm. So why, as Christians, is this something that we are not pro? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you might find some Christians that when, or people that would claim Christ that don't have an issue with it. Um, I, I would say um, that it would go against the Bible to um, be, be on the side of assisted suicide. Um, so kind of a very basic foundational Christian doctrine is the idea, idea of human dignity. Um, so going back to the beginning that humans are made in the image of God. Um, so we would say that every life, um, whether, um, is, is, has value and dignity because humans are made in the image of God. And so, uh, we would, um, definitely stand on the idea that you don't want to prematurely end human life. Um, which there is. And this isn't our topic for today. At some point, if you wanted to talk about like the death penalty and some historic yes. Christian stances on that. So usually when we talk about this issue, it's it's on two fronts. One's the abortion issue, which we've talked about before also. Yes. Um, but then In also, my head, these are very similar arguments. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it goes back to the, the, the same Christian doctrine of value and dignity and that life and death are in the hands of God. Yes. And so we don't want to prematurely end uh, Christian life. And so I would say most... Um, most uh, denominations, traditions that are on the conservative theological, so I'm not talking about politically, but conservative theological side of Christianity, um, kind of one of the statement is like, we want to protect life womb to tomb. And so all the way from conception to somebody's natural death, like we want to champion and value and protect human life. Hmm. Yeah. So why is this controversial? Like, why is this a controversy? Uh, it's interesting because there is this like growing movement that people, if somebody wants to die, that we should let them. That's that's within their scope of kind of like bodily autonomy. Yeah. That if they if they don't want to live anymore, they should have the right to do that, which is kind of an interesting notion. And I think that's one of um, the reasons that it is, um, it is something we should talk about. And if, and if Christians haven't really thought about this issue, cause I wouldn't say it's been like a huge mm-hmm. across the nation, the div- divisive issue, like Not you yet. hear about a lot, <laughs> not as much as some other things. Yes. Um, do you see it becoming that? Uh, I think so because, um, you know, and you know, another issue we've never talked about here, but like, it's going to be interesting when different states have drastically different laws. Like right now I'd say another one, that's kind of affecting is like legalization of marijuana. Mm-hmm. Like some states it's legal, some states it's illegal. And that kind of puts most people in like a weird spot of like, okay, if I went to this place, I could do it, but over here I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the fact that there are 10 states and others um, in kind of over the, the politics of it too, more state, there's like states that are like putting it on the laws, like no, no medically assisted suicide ever. And then other states are like, yes, medically assisted suicide. And we're going to give like more availability to people if they want. So like the country, yes. the, the, the divisiveness of the country is coming mm-hmm. up. And once again, um, like you said, you thought that was more of a European thing. Uh, you do, you do get more of those stories coming out of Europe and ones I've read where it's 
where it is somebody that doesn't have a terminal illness, but uh, might just have like a disability or, or something they don't like. Uh, like I remember one story I read, uh, it was about two twins. And I want to say it was the Netherlands, which I didn't fact check myself. It was somewhere near Western Europe, but basically uh, they had a condition that made them go blind. So they had, I can't remember what it was, but they were adults and went blind as adults. And they petitioned the government because they didn't want to live blind and the government allowed them and, and they were in their forties and um, they ended their lives, not because they were Both terminal. Yeah. Not because they were terminal, but because basically they were going to have a disability and didn't want to live with a disability. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's concerning to me as a believer. Um, because once again, I, I, I just really believe in the sacredness of human life um, that, yeah, this life God's given us is sacred and same. So that, I mean, that's Europe. Uh, so we have the States in the U S um, if you have seen it in the U- news recently, it's probably because of Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Canada has had uh, a medical medical assistance and dying law for, for quite a while. Um, but they, they got in a lot of news. They made an announcement that within their law, it was for terminal illness, but they announced that they were going to roll back that requirement and they were going to allow medical assistance in dying for people with mental health issues. And so Mm. essentially you could petition the government just on like, Hey, I am depressed and I don't want to live anymore. So that's, that's supposed to take effect in March of this year. Wow. Um, they have gotten some pushback on it, um, based off mental health issues and also like disability issues, like, uh, disability advocate groups aren't, aren't really big on this. Cause it is like, Hey, somebody with a disability already has difficulties in this world. We don't want to encourage them that, you know, that they aren't as good yes, or don't have as much a life to yeah. live as anybody else. Uh, so that one has gotten some pushback, but that was a, a pretty significant thing because already, um, already Canada had, had a pretty robust program that people mm. could request medical assistance in dying, uh, more so than the U S in fact, um, you know, it kind of kind of shocked me. I looked this up in 2021, 3% of the deaths in all of Canada were from medical assistance and dying. Which is a significant number. I mean, they don't have the same population as the U.S., but 3% of people dying in Canada were, were wow. was from assisted suicide, which is kind of crazy. And I know that, um, you know, that that number's rising like that rate from 2020 to 2021 went way up yeah and now if they make more provisions more reasons somebody could request dying um yeah i'm I'm guessing you know especially i mean the one that to me just seems like really kind of out there is like for for mental health reasons yeah i mean obviously people with depression and stuff you know uh, might be prone to suicidal ideation and, and now they're given the option to go ahead and end it where family members and loved ones and people in their community might beg them to, you know, preserve their life. And you're in a dark moment. Like we can work through this. There might be situational things that can change that would make your life better. Um, they're be, being given a, a governmental option to just end it. And um, can you say the, or share the thing you were telling me the other day about the lady that like broke her, yeah, so this was another news story out of Canada that happened in December of this past year, so December 22. Um, it was a, a Canadian woman who has a veteran of Canadian Armed Forces and um, was a Paralympian in 2016. So she, uh, I can't remember if it was war-related, but she's wheelchair-bound. 
but had, you know, is an athlete. She's in her fifties. She had been to the Paralympics in 2016. And since, um, the way Canada's healthcare is set up and with the, for veteran affairs, her healthcare, she needed a wheelchair lift put into her home. Mm -hmm. So requested of the government, like I need this medical assistance. I need a wheelchair lift, um, put in my home. And she received back information on if she wanted medical assistance in dying. So she petitioned for healthcare and that was their, their response, yeah, which launched an investigation. It became a, a big stink, but it does make, I, I think that is a natural outgrowth of that position that difficulty, disability, desire that, that it um, will lead to it being suggested or even promoted that you could just die instead, which mm. very much bothers me as a, as a, believer in god's um good creation and the sacredness of human life Mm. and um for me i'm a very like justice-minded person so when we talked about abortion you know we mentioned all the people that that try to have a kid every year and they never get it Mm -hmm. so now it's that that same thing but it's um people whose loved ones pass away unexpectedly or get taken from them things like that happen but on the flip side now you have people who are just choosing that for themselves yeah it's it's like this really it's we're in this really weird place in society where something that should not happen is now an option. And it's like, we're going to help you with that, actually. Yeah, there's. it's interesting as I think about the times and a lot of the issues we've talked about here that are, you know, wide ranging issues and, you know, more societal based issues. You know, sometimes we talk about like our personal discipleship of Jesus, but sometimes mm-hmm. we talk about bigger issues that affect our country and our culture. Um, there's this line in the, in the book of Judges um, that says there was no king in Israel and everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Mm. And so it's like this period of time where people like rejected higher authority and just did whatever they felt like. And it feels like we've kind of drifted towards that in some ways. It's like, yeah, whatever you feel is right, regardless of um, what is morally or objectively true. Like we've kind of thrown off all the standards and reduced it to each person's individual feelings and I don't think that's a, a helpful, isn't it definitely, it's not a biblical or godly notion, but also just like across the board for our country, it can cause a lot of issues. Hmm. So is there a situation that you can think of where the assisted suicide would be okay? Uh, so personally, is it pretty black and white? My personal stance would, would be, no, we shouldn't do it for, for a couple of reasons. Um, one, you actually get this story in the Bible, um, which is kind of interesting. Uh, second Samuel chapter one, um, the King that was before David, King Saul, there's a battle is that the, he's losing his kingdom. God's taken away from him. So he has a battle and he gets attacked and he gets injured. So he gets shot with arrows and then he doesn't want the opposing army to get him. And so he tries to end it and he falls on his own spear. So he tries to prematurely in his life. And he doesn't quite die. And so in 2 Samuel chapter 1, there's a guy who um, comes upon Mm -hmm. Saul. And Saul's like, hey, I'm dying. Can you finish me off so that, I think, I believe it's the Philistines, so that the Philistines don't get me. And the guy kills him. And to because he honored his request, like, yeah, I'll finish you off. So then he takes, like, um, evidence to David, like, hey, Saul is dead. You're the king now. And David's like, how do you know? And he tells him the story. He's like... Yeah, he was on his spear. He wasn't dead. He asked me to help him out. Yeah, and and um, David's response is 
Like, how, how dare you raise your hand against the, the Lord's anointed? Mm. And he has that guy executed for basically assisted suicide for Saul. So, I mean, you, so you can look at that um, and see that within the Bible. Um, and, but e- even on top of that, so one, one of the things I, w- I would have a, an issue with is um, you would not be hard pressed for to find tons of examples of doctors which are probably doing the best that they can but they don't actually know the outcome of anybody's individual disease and circumstance mm-hmm. you know and so I, I, w- I would say that definitely for christians but even society-wise like we are we might preempt a work god is going to do or we might just I mean, medicines, you know, they're practicing it like they, they don't always know. Yeah. And so to make this basis like, hey, if a doctor says you've only got six months to live, you should be allowed to end your life. You might recover. Like, so that's I, I don't find that a very compelling argument. Mm-mm. Yeah. In a lot of situations, people are going to die. I mean, that happens every single day from for medical issues. Um, I think another thing is specifically if you were, let's say, a believer in that situation, because a lot of times it's billed as this allows people um, to die with dignity or to um, avoid suffering. Like if somebody's just if the the last couple moments of their life are going to be agonizing and painful and suffering. So if you're a believer in that situation, the Bible doesn't tell us to avoid suffering. So I'd say for a Christian, if you're trying to decide like, OK, I'm in a position where I'm probably not going to live from whatever sickness I have. And I would rather, you know, not go through the hard part. That's, that's not a biblical notion. Like, you know, even, you know, the book of James, one would quote, maybe not in this circumstance, but I mean, it says like, um, consider it joy when you go through various trials, you know, the Bible talks about us suffering with Christ. And so for Christians, we're not called to avoid suffering. Mm -hmm. So we shouldn't preempt the plan of that God has for our lives, um, to just avoid pain. Um, and, and so, so for those reasons, I, I, I don't find in any argument for this being something we do very compelling. And I find it kind of interesting, even, um, still so the American medical association, like the national branch, um, condemns medically medical assistance in mm. dying because that the, the role of the doctor is to work towards healing, yes. you know, the, which and even, I know people in schools are moving right away from it, but the Hippocratic oath is, is to do no harm. And people are moving away from that yeah yeah that's you know institutions have changed a lot of the the historic stances um is it because some of the things that are considered medical procedures now are not necessarily healing measures there's i mean it's it's a broader conversation i know i know there was this big deal with the medical school that it's it's also like that it's colonizing and some of these like bigger questions of yeah so that that's a whole rabbit trail but like but historically that was a a stance of doctors you know we do no harm we we work to bring healing um and there's lots of ideas within medicine of like that you might have to go through pain and suffering but that could result in healing i mean i think chemotherapy is a perfect example like it is like a harsh treatment but it could save your life and so, so personally, no, I, I, I don't see a biblical carve out for assisted suicide. Hmm. So I guess same question that we had with the last two episodes. Now this one, um, if someone wants to end their life or go that route, why, why do Christians care about this? It's not like it, you know, affects you personally. That would be what someone in the yeah. world would say. 
Well, I, I would say um, for any person in existence, your your life affects more than just you. Mm. Um, and, and I can say from personal experience, um, I'm thinking specifically of two conversations I had with two different people after suicide attempts where, um, you know, just on a personal appeal, you know, I asked them, like, please don't ever do this again. Like, you are loved you will be missed people care like please please don't do this and and i think that would be true for any person mm. um even if if somebody thinks they are completely alone that's probably not a reality you're probably just in a in a dark spot but yeah but i, I mean i've i've had that conversation with with people I, i've known who have attempted and i asked them like please please don't like you know regardless of what you think call me call someone um you know i've been in the hospital with somebody Mm. Um, post a suicide attempt and had that conversation with with them and so yeah no, nobody's life is in a vacuum um, we are we are interconnected as people in at a very like i mean even at a very minimal level we're all humans and so we we have a shared human family and so yeah every every life is sacred and um i i would hate for anybody to be that self-deceived that they don't think their choice would have an imp- a larger impact. Mm. And that's why also, you know, personally as a, as a Christian and as a firm believer in the Bible, like I, I, I very much think there is a, a spiritual component to the idea of suicide um, that is, is not from the Lord. And I do think is from the enemy. Um, you know, the Bible says about Satan that he can't comes to steal and to kill and to destroy but Jesus came that we would have life and life abundantly. And so, I mean, the medical assisted part, you, you might be able to argue that like it's rational, but I would say suicide in general uh, to me always has a spiritually dark element because I think it kind of goes mm-hmm. against our bi- biology that by nature, mm-hmm. living beings have a very strong will to survive. Yeah. So for you to have the idea that l- life would be better if you ended it to me is a, a is an evil idea. Mm. And um, so, so I, I very much dislike that part of it, that somebody would buy into the idea that somehow things would be better if they ended it. I don't think that's from the Lord, which means it's from the enemy. Hmm. Yeah. Some of these ideas that we have in society, I'm just like, how did we, how did we get here? Like when did, like like, how did things get so twisted, you know, from from God's design? I mean, that goes back to the third chapter of the Bible. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then there's kind of ebbs and flows of human human societies doing either smarter or less smart trends um, that maybe champion life or devalue life. But, I mean, that's humans from the beginning for sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes there's a, 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 I would say, like a resurgence or you could even say a re- revival towards things that are good um, and biblical. And then sometimes there's more of a cultural drift uh, away. Um, yeah, and so I, I think that is a product. Not, I mean, it's it's not new, but one of the things kind of I would say 20th century on is kind of, you know, humanity in some ways thinking that they can move past religion and religion answers a lot of those existential moral questions for us. And so 
uh, when we've whole scale, like moved away from that. Once again, I think that judges passage is just very telling, you know, that everybody does what is right in their own eyes. Mm. And so we, we don't have a higher authority that's helping us answer um, tough moral questions. So it does get reduced to everybody's individual feelings. So, mm. and that's a hard, it's a, I would say not good for humanity and it's a hard thing to build a society upon. Just doing whatever you want all the time. Yeah. Everybody, it's it's kind of like this just radical view of autonomy. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Everybody can just do their own thing because it's, it's their life. Mm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess this is maybe and maybe this could be because we're of the same view, but I feel like this one could be more black and white than some of the other things we've talked about. But I what about those people that are thinking like, well, what if someone is really suffering in a horrible way? Like, isn't it just cruel to let them suffer when you can step in and help them help quotes around it? Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, definitely there's an aspect of my stance that is purely a faith appeal. Like I said, like, I don't think the Bible al- allows us to just avoid suffering and to make that choice. Uh, but even once again, I, I think as a society, we should um, view human life as sacred. And so yeah. we don't use that much in like laws and stuff. But I definitely think that's what we should promote is that life is sacred and we should always try everything to uh, give it a chance. So once again, like, uh, I, yeah, I mean, doc- doctors are good at their jobs and we make medical advances and we are able to know like the percentage chance that somebody makes it out of something, but mistakes are made, you know? Mm. And so I, w- I would hate that, you know, I, I think about, there was a, a person I knew from high school um, that I hadn't seen in like over a decade. Um, and um, their, their firstborn child had a heart defect and so the first several months of their life, they were just in and out of the hospital. And it was up here in Fort Worth at Cook's. And so, I mean, I hadn't seen him in, I don't know, 14, 15 years, but he was here. And so I tracked down his number and said, hey, can I come see you and pray with your family? Um, and so um, the prognosis was not good for their daughter. So I went and prayed with them and, you know, just wanted to reach out. Um, and I know when that specific hospital at one point kind of reached um, the end of all of their ideas and said, Hey, I would go home and enjoy the time you have left. And so they got discharged from that hospital because the hospital said, there's nothing else we can do for you or your family. And so they started calling other hospitals and Mm. another hospital said, Hey, we think we can do something for you. So they took their daughter there and it's been like three years and she's still going. So, I mean, to, to just, um, yeah, to preemptively in life when there's any chance, I think, is a is a mistake and definitely not something we should promote as a society. Well, I think that wraps up all of the questions that I have. Okay. Yeah, not um, kind of a heavier subject. Yeah, it is. Um, but I think going back to the Christians viewing every life as valuable and uh purposeful by god i mean that is a lot of these issues that are about changing who you are changing your identity ending a life or your own life it all comes back to that that same principle it's a christian worldview so um, yeah in that it's 
God's in charge, not us. Yes. Yeah. Which, as a Christian, that is something that I'm thankful for. Yeah. Because imagine, it's just weird. Like, I imagine like, oh, if I acted on every impulse that I have, like my life would be a wreck. But this is one of those that it's not just a quick little undo or like, oh, in a few years, that one will resolve or, oh, I can get this tattoo taken off. No, this is like permanent yeah and it's really sad to think about uh it's just terrible it's one of those ones that makes you want to sit in a quiet room for a while i don't know like it 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 grieves me to think that people would ah i don't know i think i think that's an appropriate response is some some grieving and yeah trying to do our best to show the love of god to everybody so they wouldn't ever want to opt out right Right. All right. Well, maybe next week we'll go back to an uplifting, happy conversation. More adviceful. That's a word I just invented. Mm -hmm. Adviceful. I like it. All right. Goodbye. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or feedback about the podcast, please email us at askingforafriend@psbible.com. For more information on our church, visit psbible.com.